Welcome to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are wrapping up our audiobook series, which has been so much fun to do, and one of the series that we've been talking about doing the most, I think, since we were brainstorming topics a year ago when we first started the podcast. And my love and appreciation for audiobooks has grown even more, like, like even more in the last year when you would think that like, oh, she's not really going anywhere. So like, where is she? What is she? she? What is she listening to? How does she have the time? Um, But I have spent so much more time reading audiobooks and the occasional surround sound shelf love reading session. Yeah, that's my um, that's my signature. I'm going to call it my signature move so that like that's some sort of justification for why I do it. Uh because it is the most extra thing that I think a reader can do is read an audio like read the physical copy while listening to the audiobook. I just like but yet I I can't go back. There's a time and a place for just a straight audiobook. You're in the car, you're folding laundry, you're doing you're doing something, you need just an audiobook. But there are more times than not that I will be sitting on the couch and I will have the physical book and I'll be like, you know what? Just I just want someone to read to me. I just want to curl mm-hmm. up and just like have the book open, but I want to have someone else serenade me with their voice. Yeah, 100%. Um, I will say that always does come down to if it's a good narrator, which is a point that we've made yeah. many times before. The the audiobooks, I listened to a ton of audiobooks when we were on our break because I could not focus on the physical book. My mind was going a million different directions and my like my heart was always racing because there was just so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I read like mo- the almost my entire month was audiobooks and it started because I was feeling so overwhelmed. I was like I just like I I already did I did this back in the fall, but I was like I just like need to listen to The Simple Wild again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was going to ask if that is what you cuz you said you like had reread some comfort reads and I was wondering I'm like to maybe read the simple wild again. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. No shame. I still have not read Forever Wild. It's on my sh- I actually I just organized my shelves today uh and I saw that I don't actually have my copy of The Simple Wild, so I couldn't actually re- I guess I could listen to the audiobook. But The audiobook I- is unscribed. Um, oh, is it? That's great. But though. the but Wild at Heart is not because it that was indie published, so mm-hmm. it's on Amazon. Um, so I I had a return last year and I <laughs> got it. Um, oh, that uh, makes me. And I'm gonna look up what I I want to see if there. Are, I want to see if independent authors can get if their audiobooks are only available through Amazon or if they're able to get on. Uh, like Libro or yeah, I have no idea how that works. Um, <gasps> they are, they can get on Libro. I, sorry, I just got distracted. I looked up um, Madison Kate, and they're all oh. on Libro. <gasps> Ooh, exciting! Oh. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, I'm gonna <laughs> da- I'm gonna download them right now. 
the Madison Kate series is on bookshop.org, which yeah, is also nice. Exactly. That's what I was thinking is that there – I know that there are some indie books that are available through like bookshop.org or through your indie. Like I have gotten a few books through that that way. Um, and I know I'm just always – I want to make sure that I'm – if there's an opportunity to support an independent author and also support an independent bookstore – that is like, that is the creme de la creme, right? Yeah, Indieception. I want to support small authors. I want to support authors who um, publish through small presses or publish independently because they get a lot more of the profit margins mm-hmm. that way um, and then going through a traditional publisher. So I really want to do that. But a lot of when I do that, I usually can't be supporting my local indie bookstore so it's like this trade-off so when they come together it's like oh come together right oh, now over books <laughs> why did you just drop <laughs> was i in key because i wasn't no <laughs> wait hold on hold on hold on i downloaded this book i want to hear the beginning of it okay oh music oh so sus- oh, I hope this is the actor narrator. He's very hot sounding. <laughs> Narrated by Brooke Daniels and Lucas Wimley. Lucas. <laughs> okay, tell me what's going on. I accidentally got the third book, not the first one. So it just started off with Archer's chapter, and I was not expecting Archer's chapter. So Mrs. it's just like death. It, <laughs> the first words were Mrs. Death. <laughs> Anyways, where were we? We were talking. Well, about- I'll finish my point about the Simple Wild. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Anyways, that was so, a, that was a weird. That was a segue. weird. That was a tangent. Anyway, um. So, with the Simple Wild, if it was TV, and so say like you know it was a TV show and it got canceled. Could the, it go to another, like, could she go to YouTube and be like, oh, we're going to film, you know, we're going to fill up, do the rest of the series on YouTube, like, or on another network. Hmm. And that isn't possible. I'm you have to buy to the rights, don't you? Right. So like if it was, so, you know, like um, on SNL, there's like specific characters and sometimes those characters get movies. They have to purchase like Either um, they have to, like, purchase the whole character yeah. from Saturday Night Live, um, not just the story. So, like, I'm surprised – like, I guess I didn't know that you could, like – Oh, I wonder if she got special permission for it or what because I'm surprised that, like, Atria didn't own Cal yeah. and Jonah, you know? My takeaway from this whole entire thing is that people should be very careful with their contracts. Yep, yep, but that's I'm 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 curious to know if like there what because it maybe if it was a one book deal and I mean obviously like I think of everything from film and TV because that's what I know right um that I know better of I don't know what the rules are in publishing for uh a sequel that was outside of your book deal I've never they, they actually only... heard of that before like I think that this is the only series that I can think of in which that happened. 
Right. So I wonder, because she says in that book that she wrote it for the fans in mm-hmm. the first place. So, I'm, I mean, I don't think, I mean, they contracted her for a two-book deal, but not, but it was The Simple Wild and... So you still love uh, it. So you, right. It wasn't for, like, a series contract. So... Fascinating. Fascinating. And obviously, like, when you're writing a romance, I don't think... I, I mean, that book sort of took off in a way that I don't think she ever would have anticipated for a contemporary romance. Like, I feel like we see that a lot in, like, fandoms for, like, fantasy so anyway I'm telling you that's what's happening I know I've mentioned her about 7,000 times but that's what's happening to Tate James like now from when I read those books back in like when I when the when they were like they had just finished being published like it was a brand new finished series when I read it um since then they have taken off and yeah like it's her most popular series right now I think um, well, I mean, it's like that thing we talk about with romance a lot that it's, or at least with like dark romance, reverse harems and all that. It's just enough reality and just enough escapism that you just get totally wrapped up in it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I would be very interested to, to listen to those as well. Speaking of Madison Kate again for a thousand times, um, <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say about it. So uh, I'm <laughs> going to- Famous last words. Yeah, sorry. This is the last thing I'm going to say about it in this episode. Um, I, <laughs> Again, famous last words. <laughs> I'm going to buy all of them on Libro now that I know they're there. And I'm going to listen to them because I learned via Tate James's TikTok that all of her books, she has audiobooks for all of her books, and they all do this thing called duet narration, which we've heard dual narration, right? That's when you've two POVs or more than two POVs. And you've got if it's a you know, male protagonist and a female protagonist that alternate, they'll have a male narr- narrator and a female narrator, and they'll go back and forth with their chapters which we see a lot of in romance and with the duet narration it's a little bit different where within the chapters each character will read their own dialogue so it's like a full Mm. production and that is sounds to be like the coolest thing to me that's very similar to or it reminds me of do you know um Becca Freeman and Grace Atwood from Bad on Paper podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they also have, or Becca also has rom-com pods. And mm. it's like she writes these like little, like each season is, it would be like a TV show, but in a podcast form. And she writes the scripts and it's a full cast. Um, yeah, so. that's so cool. It kind of reminds me of those old radio shows I used to listen to with my dad. Yeah. I used to, I did, um, one of my favorite shows, my first professional show in New York when I graduated from college was doing It's a Wonderful Life, the live radio play, which is, um, five actors, three men and two women, and one guy plays George, and one woman plays Mary, and then, like, I played all the other women, so I played violet and mrs bailey and zuzu like all the every other woman and so it's just like it was really cool because then like you make the sound effects called being a foley artist but you make the sound effects on stage so it looked to the audience they're sitting in the radio 
station of a 1940s radio play, mm-hmm. um, but you're still performing it live. It's not on the radio, but yeah, it's very similar to that. I think that's so cool. So I'm very interested in that and I will be getting those and I feel like that series is going to be a comfort series for me which is just so funny to me that like a dark romance series like yes murder yeah I mean I think that audiobooks for me are always something that I lean on when I'm reading not high fantasy but like for sure I know I don't know because I read um these violent delights by Chloe Gong Mm. And I, that audio is available on Scribd, which is my favorite thing. I think we got a question when we started this series, which first I was going to say last year, but like we started this series this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was like, how do you, how are you able to do physical form and audio? Cause that seems like a lot of money, a lot of money. And I was like, I really only do it if it, number one, if it's a deadline, like if it's a book that I'm reading for um, the podcast or something that I'm like, oh, I have to get this in, then I'll usually just purchase the audiobook out of necessity. Mm-hmm. But mostly I have a Scribd membership and we both use Libro FM. So I kind of will save up my credits because I don't need an audiobook every month. And yeah. I'll save it for one where I'm like, I think the audio will help me. And then sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes I just like the audio better. These Violent Delights was really, really good on audio, and so was Float Plan by mm. Trish Dollar, which is a, like a, not really a rom-com, and not really, mm, I mean, I guess it was, like, I'm not saying it's not a romance, but it was, like, it was pretty tame, so it, I, I guess. Was it more like um, women's lit? Like, not women, it, no, it, I guess it's, like, it's, like, a Christina Lauren, like, mm. um, so, like, Mainstream. it is romance. Yeah, like it's like a mainstream contemporary romance. Um, I would say it's like Look maybe more like Sarah Hogel, like you deserve each other, like that type. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I don't know. Like not – like the romance is the focal point, but it's not super steamy. Um, and that one, that one has a big, big, big trigger for suicide if you have not read that book yet. Um, big, big trigger, <laughs> like on the page. Um but it was very good on audio and it had dual narration, not duet, dual. Um, but I really liked These Violent Delights, which is a Romeo and Juliet retelling set in 1920s Shanghai, where mm. there is a pandemic going on. <laughs> so like, <laughs> if you don't want to, it's not, it's Triggering. nothing like our, it's like a magic pandemic. Um, but they, the word vaccine was used a lot and I was like, okay. I can't Dude, it's like me rereading Akatar and I hear about Tamlin's mask. I'm like, I have now, Oh, right? <laughs> I have now, like, it is not, it's not a masquerade mask anymore. It is, it yeah. is over your mouth. Um, I, and when I read it, I kind of just pretend that it doesn't exist. Same. There's no, like, like that's you know, going to be a weird thing for the show. I'm going to be like, wait, really? Because I just pretend the masks aren't there. Yeah. Lucian just has, like, a fox-like face to me. <laughs> the funny, the funniest part about it is that, like, just keep in mind that when Feyre and Tamlin have their <gasps> intimate moments, oh. he's wearing a mask. Oh, I'm really upset. <laughs> do they? I well, do you think they're gonna keep those? Yes. 
Huh. Yes, I cannot wait to see the casting on that. Okay, we're getting distracted. Anyways, um, but what I what I was going to say is another audiobook. I I was I was going to say that I did not read a lot of audiobooks over our break, but I'm currently reading the Shatter Me series, and I got the audiobooks to go with it, and they're really good. And what's so cool about it is, uh. Mafi has this like really cool way that she tells a story where Juliet, she's, she's our narrator, she is kind of stream of consciousness a lot, but it's also kind of like diary entries-ish mm. where she will write a sentence and then she will scratch it out. Like, so she'll write oh. something. So she'll write something like, like... I don't know. Um, nobody's ever loved me. Scratch. And the audiobook will make a scratching noise. Like you can like she's she's like and I was I started the book in the physical and I thought, wow, how could you ever listen to this on audio? Because there there are pages in which it's just all scratched out. And I'm looking at it and I'm reading it. And I can obviously see the words that are underneath it. So I'm reading the words and then I'm seeing them all scratched out and obviously taking meaning from that. And the narrator is able to accomplish that by she reads it and then there's a, like it sounds like a pen scratching across or a pencil scratching across paper and like scratching it away. Which is just like really cool. And I wasn't sure how that would translate to audio. The detail-oriented person in me really appreciates that because I just think of like, the and those are the things that I about production in general that I find fascinating because I'm like was that an author choice a producer choice yeah a director choice like who was like let's do that or was she like you know they sat down and they were looking I have to, I'll ask my 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 maid of honor my um she worked at a recording studio in LA and they did a lot of audiobooks so I'll have to ask her because she did Jenna Fisher's audiobook and That's a so couple cool. others that I was like I'm reading this book and she was like oh yeah we did the audio audiobook for that so I'll have to ask her what the because she was just a, a not just she had a very important job um but she was a, a mixer so she was the one who was like uh, at the board while they were yeah. in the studio I just think it's anyway. really interesting to see because an author is obviously writing a book not necessarily geared towards audiobooks mm-hmm. and this Shatter Me is written so uniquely I I've never read a YA book or an adult book that I don't know it's just it's just a little bit different like it's very it's very tense. Um, mm. It's and then sometimes it's very poetic, where Juliet's just kind of like, "No one, no one loves me. No one, blah blah blah." blah. And she's very dramatic about it, but she's very dramatic a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. But she, the narrator, I don't know. She's got a really great voice, and she just kind of encompasses that tension that. I don't know, angst that Juliet has. So it's really, it's really good. And I didn't even anticipate necessarily talking about that because I didn't know I was going to pick up the audio, but I'm like sucked in anyway. It's just always nice to, I used to have, I mean, I still do. We'll do like um, a physical book, an audio book, an ebook. And sometimes it's really nice to just be reading one thing. Yeah. But if you have to put it down to like, 
be a grown-up and like do dishes you can just switch to the audiobook right exactly and this is definitely a series like that also I love how you were like yeah sometimes it's nice to have one of each Phoebe I have 15 15 books on my currently reading list on what <laughs> 15 <laughs> and I went through it yesterday and I thought oh I'll get rid of some of these but I like legitimately can't because I am actually currently reading all of those books but like it's at the point where some of them I haven't read in months but I I just I can't bring myself to DNF it so I'm going to go back to it but like I don't I'm <laughs> I have a problem 15 15 wow. And that and is, last night, I, I thought, I kind of want to start a new book. <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I I used to, like, be like, you have to finish this book before you move on to the next one. And lately, I've just been like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to put it down and I'll come back. I, I know I will come back to it, but if I'm getting the urge to pick something up, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. Well, you know what the problem is, is... And I've turned this feature off, but I had it on for a while. Is on Amazon with your Kindle, it you oh can, it just adds it automatically, right? That's so there was that out. situation. I removed it, but like for example, I started. Um, Nikki Sloan has this. This is one of uh, carbs number one at Commas and Carbs. Alex is <laughs> uh, highly recommended. That's what she is in my phone. Carbs, yeah. <laughs> But anyways, uh, I'm reading Nikki Sloan's Nashville Neighborhood series. It's just three books, and it is, whoo, it is next level. Anyways, I started, I read the first one, loved it. Um, Then I started the second one, and I, I was like, I'm not vibing. So I started, I'm like 30% into the, or I, I think I'm like 50% into the second book, and I'm like, I'm, not, I'm over this one. So then I read the third book in the series which they're they're just character series so they're all different um and then started and finished that one that one was that one was very good um so but like I don't I don't want to give up on the second one like I'm gonna go back to it so that I can say I finished the whole series you know Mm -hmm. but I can't get rid of it so that's like an example of why my goodreads is so chaotic right now like I I scroll for a few on what I'm reading and I'm currently reading all those books 50% of them are romance, 25% is fantasy, and the other 25% is, like, contemporary romance. (laughs) So, (laughs) romance fantasy. What what a great little little segue for us to end this episode with what we're going to be jumping in with next. (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Um, So, we are going to be diving into the world of indie romance. So, independently published romance Mm -mm. i'm so excited all spectrums we've got a lot to say on the topic um and we have a feeling you do too based off of feedback from our uh first episode back after our break so if you liked today's episode make sure to leave a review and a rating on apple podcasts it really really helps us out to reach more readers and um those are star ratings that do mean a lot to us and please stop by today's instagram post at reader list at pod with your thoughts on today's episode it was a little chaotic but we wanted to close out our audiobook series and like 
tell you some of our favorites and what we're currently listening to and please share on our post if you have any good audiobook recommendations yes and you can find us individually on instagram at read and write and at underscore shelf love underscore and all the books mentioned in today's episode can be found on readandwrite.com thanks for listening we'll see you next time Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.